0: The edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined today by a uh, DJ, producer, uh, meme enthusiast. Uh, he's a re- he's a real jokester. Uh, he, um, go to his page for some good laughs, um, but uh, I'm excited to talk to him about his passions, uh, artistry, and why he does what he does. Um, he's taken a break from his game to be here today. Um, so uh, thank you very much, Jeev, Jeeve, uh, no Jeeve is Christ, for being on the show today.
1: Yes, sir. Not a lot of, one thing a lot of people don't <laughs> rela- realize about me is my actual name is actually not Jeev. A lot of people don't know my real name is Rajeev, which is it's pretty cool, actually, because like people will be like, your name's Jeeve, right? And I'm like, kind of.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've grown to uh, learn that a lot from interviewing so many artists that have like personas and shit. It's yeah. like, you know, a lot of it, sometimes it comes from something that's like um, just more exciting than their actual name. Uh, <laughs> I get it for sure, but uh, it's nice to formally meet you, man. You as well, you as well, 100%. Yeah, been a long time coming. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. I
1: just, uh, you know, I woke up, I had like, did my morning thing, like drank a drank a protein shake and ate a little bit of food and. Played a game with the homies. Woke up, texted my girlfriend. That's about it. Just hanging out. It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey,
0: shout out the wifey. Shout out the girlfriend, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out Emerson. You're a godsend. Oh yeah. Um, I feel that. Yeah. Uh, what What a game is this we got over here?
1: Ah, uh, right here we got Smite. It's pretty much like it's like League of Legends, but not as sweaty. It's uh it's like third person over the shoulder. Um, like cut like three lanes and you like pick a role. You got like just basic like your damage, your healer, your, all that kind of
0: stuff. And you like have to work, work as a team to like, I guess, defeat the enemy. Ah, gotcha. Uh, Ivan, the last time I gamed was, uh, when my roommates, like a couple of years ago, we played a ton of Fortnite and that was about, oh, it. oh yeah, I, yeah. Uh, it was, like, right when it first, like, got really popular. Like, yeah, it was, like, 2017,
1: 2018-ish. Yeah, 100%. That game super blew up. I got my account hacked a couple times, so I, like, vowed to never Man. play. I lost all my skins and stuff. And then, like, when they had uh, the Mandalorian Battle Pass, I was just, like, I was like I'm never playing Fortnite again. And then I, like, saw the Mandalorian character. I'm, like, all right, I'm going to download it, like, real quick.
0: Cause let a- let- Yeah, let me ask, uh, what what systems did you grow up with what gaming consoles
1: so for the longest time my mom was like you can't have violent shooting games no shooting games because i was just like i was a wild little kid like i had super crazy adhd it was like had such high energy and like bouncing off the walls and so like anything that could feed my imagination about like doing some crazy shit at a, at a young age my Mom was like all right let's chill on that so i had a, I i had an nes like the very first nintendo for like the longest time and I would just like play gauntlet and duck hunt and super mario bros like you know like the classics mm-hmm. um and I would do that like with like my sister or like sometimes I play with my dad or something like that but my neighbor he had an xbox and he was always telling me he's like it's like man have you ever played halo have you ever played halo And I'm like no he's like there's literally these swords that cut people and like it's crazy <laughs> just like you're blasting people and I'm like at a kid at, at a young age I'm like I need to give me a hold of some of this so yeah, right. like my mom on finally let me go over there and i played it and i'm like from that day i was like i need an xbox i need an xbox i need an xbox and my uncle ended up giving me one and uh so i guess i'm like mostly an xbox fan but i played a couple pc games like counter-strike uh like a little bit of like i don't know just some other like random internet games and stuff like yeah that. Yeah, no for sure. Um, Xbox for days. I really want to get a new one. Oh um, yeah, dude. I like, they're just such a crazy piece of technology like they gave like cuz Xbox Series X is like 499 or something like that and they gave like uh the, this this trial I guess to these this group of people that know pcs well and they're like build the same build a pc that can do the same thing an xbox a new xbox can do for seven hundred dollars they gave them two more dollars two more hundred dollars of leeway they are like we can't literally cannot do it so like everyone just like pc master is like yeah i get it but like at the same time it's like do you really need a like super solid pc if you're like just primarily focused on gaming and not like streaming or anything like that like PCs For are sure. sick. Don't get me wrong. It's
0: like, man, I just, I just like want to play some Sims. Or something. Yeah,
1: bro, literally, I'm not even capping, I got Sims <laughs> and what else, bro? The Jurassic Park, uh, like roller coaster tycoon, but it's like Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, I, yeah. fire,
0: bro. Yeah.
1: You can like have your dinosaurs. Just
0: I play. was big on the tycoon games. Yeah, when I was Dude,
1: little. Yes,
0: yes. I was, yeah. I so that was, um, yeah. You know, when I was little, like really little, video games were definitely like a treat that I never like was exposed to unless like I was over at like a friend's house or something or like my babysitter had video games like and I have very like vague memories of that but yeah I mean we we had some computer games like those the ones we just mentioned but I got a PS2 when I was eight started with you know the the, the racing games and shit (laughs) um Midnight Club dude Midnight Club 2 Double edition,
1: re- yeah. Midnight Club, bro, that I will say forever is the most goaded racing game. Like, fours is sick, but it will never be OG Midnight Club vibes, bro. The soundtrack, everything about it, because, like, because
0: right because Midnight Club was like those racing games, but with like swag,
1: yeah, you know? dude. I'm <laughs> saying, I'm like, I would like, I literally, I guess, learned about rap music, like, I guess, from playing Midnight Club, I'm like, yeah. like, literally, like, probably my first time hearing Lil Wayne was on Midnight Club, and I'm like, I'm like Yo, who's this, who's this, and I'm like, I'd, like, have to, like, my mom would not let me use a computer a lot, she, like, didn't even let me have a Facebook for a long time, and I'd, like, go up there, and I'd, like, type on Lil Wayne, and I'd, like, look up, listen to some of his music, I'm, like, vibing, like, at a super, yeah, it's sick, but yeah, yeah, when I was 12, I, I got a Xbox 360 for, uh,
0: when I turned 12, I played all the games like I always wanted to play, but never could because I only had a PS2. Yeah. <laughs> so I was playing like, yeah, the Halo, and uh, I was playing um, Doom. And oh, yeah, Doom is fun. Dead Rising, dude. Dead Rising was like my favorite game. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. bro. You ever play, uh, oh, dude, I think probably my favorite zombie game was just like squadding up on Left 4 Dead. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. So much fun. Or like, Gears of War too. Gears of War was a personal. Oh yeah,
0: game of yeah, man. I I like. I was actually thinking about it earlier today. I was like, I got really lucky because my first M game I ever got was uh, Red Faction on PS2. And
1: oh was, hell
0: yeah! I was eight, and I was super lucky. Oh. I th- I think the only reason my parent, my mom, even let me buy it was because like, it didn't have any like. There was no like. It wasn't one of those like sex. Yeah, M game. yeah. It's not like GTA where you can beat hookers right. up and shit. <laughs> yeah dude um yeah it was literally just you're just running around on mars shooting people yeah i was big on half-life though like i went back to pc a little bit to play Mm half-life and uh that was uh yeah you ever play portal that one's a good one i think i tried playing it but uh (laughs) it's it's like a puzzle game you know yeah
1: yeah yeah i yeah that game is just wild bro it's just i think like playing it is real fun but like finding all the easter eggs in that game is just so funny it's like it's just it's a quality game but yeah, yeah maybe sick.
0: maybe when i like uh get older done uh enough like uh of this for a while like i'm going to get back into some gaming and uh yeah. I, I might solve portal who knows <laughs> that's a decent one it's a by
1: any yeah. means, uh, I don't know if you like samurai games or anything. Do you like samurai games? Oh,
0: I I haven't really played much samurai. I I've I mean the closest thing to that was like Mortal Kombat. Oh, word! I actually do love Mortal Kombat too. That
1: new movie that's coming out, the new Mortal Kombat movie, looks so fire. I need to see that.
0: It looks eck. <laughs> it does,
1: bro. It's so sick. I don't know if you've seen the trailer to it yet, but. Never. Ooh, at, oh yeah! After this, bro, I'm definitely highly highly recommend going
0: and looking sure. looking up the trailer, bro. You'll you'll probably be just as happy. It's so sick. For sure, man. I'll i to check that shit out. Um, yeah, man. We could we could talk gaming all day, like literally all day. Uh, but hey, man. Uh, we're we're gonna talk about some music. So, Jeeve, what we talk about, Mister Nice Guy. We talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Yeah, and so um. Yeah, I just like came across like your name and uh, who you were, just from I think like the Miramar fan page. Um, Probably like, like that. Seeing your name like on like some flyers and stuff. Like I've been interviewing more folks in like the club scene, the DJ scene. That like, yeah. Um, I know you, you're friends with uh, Haley Schultz. Yes, uh, of course. She's she's the bomb. He's uh, queen, man. Uh, yes, thanks. You know how I, you actually. I want to know how I met her. It's I love telling this story. Yeah. Um, she was a regular at the Shorewood Starbucks when I was working there.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's a great person, man. She's great. Fucking, just such a nice, kind, outgoing person. It's real fucking, it's real sick to, like, see. see And, like, have other people recognize those kind of people. Like, it's, like, cool.
0: It's, like, sick. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so, um, I've interviewed a number of uh cats in the scene since then it's your turn now obviously and uh before we talk about uh everything you got going on right now uh usually where we start is uh so where uh, where are you originally from where'd you grow up uh well okay so i was born in india um
1: and i was adopted when i was like one years old got the dopest family shout out to them um and i lived in wisconsin until like i was partially through like second grade moved to Las Vegas, group in Vegas, and then moved back to Wisconsin, um, and, uh, yeah, so I guess you could say I'm, I'm like, sort of from Wisconsin, but I, I also, like, rep in Las Vegas, because it's, like, growing up there really, really exposed me to a, like, great amount of, like, diversity and culture that, like, I would have not, like, tenfold would have not been exposed to otherwise, you know, like, it's real cool, like, just, just, I don't know. I guess, like, you have to live it to, like, be able to, like, you know it. But, like, yeah. it's definitely something that I've realized personally is, like, definitely imp- impacted the way I, like, grew up and viewed things and uh, oh, yeah. carried myself and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, ever go back out there these days?
1: Um, I, I actually, I'm planning a trip to Vegas with my girlfriend for her 21st, so we're going to try fine. and do that. I've been out, I've been back to Vegas, I think, only once since I moved away. It was unfortunately for a funeral, But like still went out there, saw all the people I need to see, like went to the funeral, like it was still sick. I love Las Vegas. Like dry heat's the way to go.
0: Dry heat (laughs) is the way to go.
1: Literally, man. Like you up in a pool, hop out, you're drying five minutes, like, or you could like you don't have to worry about like just literally stepping out of your house and being instantly moist. Yeah, you don't you
0: don't have to wonder, is this sweat or is it water
1: anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, man. But yeah, so I guess you could say I grew up in like I guess Wisconsin and uh and Las Vegas. But totally up in the hometown of India because I was born there. I, I got you. I, um
0: yeah, I've only been to Vegas once.
1: Yeah. It was Did you convention. enjoy your
0: time? It was for a convention, so we were kind of there like Business on you know, business or something? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I I mean we walked around and like, you know, I we explored like the different casinos and like it was just a lot yeah. of like it was just a lot of like oh look at that oh that that's cool too look at that yeah you know? yeah like, no
1: definitely there's a lot of point and kind of yeah. stuff like
0: but yeah. we did um but you know I, I do want to go back there and I actually want to like kind of get to know more of like the art scene there mm-hmm. um I've got a I've interviewed a couple people that actually live there now and uh just say apparently like it's a pretty like devoted uh cultural scene there too like just kind of outside of the whole strip so yeah um, that's sick I would I would definitely like to check that out too like always down for some art man <laughs> right oh man give me all you got so Jeeve tell me about um I guess like what did you uh what kind of music like were you into growing up like uh what did what did you have playing in the house and uh growing up, yeah definitely dude a lot of people
1: wouldn't even expect it, but I listened to a lot of classic rock and, like, metal growing up. <clears throat> my dad's a big, like, rock and roll fan and whatnot. My first concert was uh, Whitesnake. Um, oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've, I've gone to see Judas Priest with my dad. I fucking love Judas Priest. I, like, uh, love Aerosmith and fucking Guns N' Roses, all that jazz, man. Like, nice. super good stuff. I, like... Yeah, like I said, I guess my, I even, when I was in sixth grade, I had this binder, and my dad has a bunch of CDs, like, like, easily, like, 500 different CDs, rock CDs, and I went, and I took the pamphlet out of the CD case, and I traced all these band names on my laptop, not on my laptop, but my binder with, like, a Sharpie and stuff, and, like, all just rock, but then when I I guess, like, more so evolved into listening to, like, some, some, like, rap music. I listened to a lot of rap when I lived in Vegas. And, like, like I said, like, the culture of, the, the culture of it just met, like, so many people. And, like, uh, so I, so I guess I started out with rock. And then I got into rap. And then I started listening to, like, real underground or, like, when I was younger. What I could consider underground at the time when I knew what was up. Uh, underground stuff, like, downloading, like, random uh albums off dap piff just like trying to find new rappers and stuff like that yeah. just, like, trying to see who's, what's up and um then i want to say i like i got back into metal like super hard i uh, got like went to a bunch of like hardcore shows was listening to like some random stuff that like no one would ever hear of and, like that's just like metal like super metal and like yeah. you know like people in the metal scene Everyone has their own like super specific taste, and it's like, like, oh, you haven't heard this? You need to listen to this. But it's also like, right. like the like the dubstep scene too. It's real cool, like, cause there's so many different subgenres and like so much different like, like like diversity within like a genre within a subgenre. It's like just really cool to like see the yeah. interactions and like lineups on metal shows are like super sick too, cause it's like you could have like a straight band, a cover band, a like a hardcore band like straight death metal band like i don't know those those shows are like there are yeah i haven't been the one in a long time but fuck man i need
0: to get i need to give me some of those mosh action again dude yeah this uh, i've noticed like a lot of people that are into like dubstep and bass music started with metal i've noticed Mm -hmm. like there's a lot Mm -hmm. of uh overlap like crossover between the two scenes if you will and a lot of it like the the mar the miramar seems to be like a pretty like centralized place for a lot of that
1: yeah facts man and like i love the miramar because it does like it does put people out there that that deserve a chance to play and like fucking it it shows so much love i have nothing but love and fucking like hope for prosperity within like the Miramar and all the organizations surrounding it like it's so fucking dope what they do and like at uh, as well as like uh zach falker with ocular and and dubhub like he, shout out him bro he's fucking they, they're out here doing the most like the midwest base scene it's sick because of them and it's fucking shout out like aaron olsen Mar, alex martinelli tyler nicholas all them like it's just gotta appreciate them bro because we wouldn't have like we wouldn't have like this culture to appreciate if we didn't have a place to appreciate the culture like you know what i mean like and they they give us that space for sure
0: oh yeah yeah you need that uh that hub if you like, yeah you need that um yeah that that multi-purpose space where you know people have a uh, a sonic home in if you will <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah, dude. I love Alex Martinelli. He's a great dude. He's the first guy who ever explained to me what rhythm is. <laughs> we love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Um, How did you like, yeah, so that being said, what was sort of your inception into like bass and EDM music? So I was like a, I was a wrestler in high school and a rugby player.
1: And I always like, I used to work out like a lot. So I would just go on my phone and literally like shuffle through Pandora and stuff. Like everyone like, I, everyone, when they were they were younger, like, they've heard Gold Dust. Everyone has heard Gold Dust. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to type in, like, Flux civilian on Pandora while I'm on a run one day. Fucking, like, first show, I I think, was uh Sed's Dead. My very first show was Sed's Dead. And, like, from that moment, bro, I was fucking hooked. Like, like just, I, I had never been to a concert, like, of that stature. And, like, I was just completely completely granted and it was at the rave too like i was younger i didn't even know about the miramar like this was like 14 or 15 2014 15 something like that and i was just completely like blown the fuck away like from that moment on i'm like wow i need to like go see all see what this is all about like went to like some festivals that next year and i was just fucking hooked man like it it's yeah it was just like super sick like Zed's dead bro like forever gonna be my faves uh obviously G jones number one but like sad bro like they just had such a way of like captivating me to like really fucking like enthrall myself and like wanting to learn about it because like sure. yeah just the the nature they created and I was like straight up sober like not even on any drugs or anything i was a young little good boy and shit and just fucking music it's like it's more Dude, powerful than any drug
0: that's awesome yeah you're absolutely right closest thing we have to magic um yeah man um that's a great uh that's a great like inception zed's dead was also one of my first like uh like electronic artists like bass artists i was really into because i actually discovered zed's dead in high school when i was like trying to download songs on my uh on my like old phone yeah uh, and uh, i try i remember like i tried downloading Doing time by Sublime. Yeah. And I like Boy. accidentally downloaded the Zed's Dead remix of that song.
1: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was how I discovered yeah. Zed's Dead, actually. <laughs> that's so that's such a sick story, dude. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh we used to my friends and I, we go to I'm from the Chicago area, so like we okay, used to go to yeah. like, Lollapalooza every year. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to a lot of raves doing that. Uh, Martin Garrix was definitely one of the most fun. Okay, yeah, definitely. Have you ever been to Lala? I
1: think I haven't been to Lala. I've been to Freaky Deaky in Chicago, though. Like, back when it was in Chicago, before they did it in Milwaukee two years in a row or something like that. That was really fun, dude. Oh, my God. Ah, That was so fun. And Martin Garrix, I think, was there, too. Claude Von Stroke. That was the first time I saw Claude Von Stroke. Nutty. So sick, dude. (laughs) Nutty. <laughs> literally, it was, just, it was, I don't, and I didn't even, I'm like, I didn't even like house music and I was like, what is this magic? He literally magic, bro. Uh he's so good. And then when I discovered Barclay Crenshaw and I discovered it was the same guy, you can only imagine how much my mind like, exploded. Like, I was like, this is a joke. this is, a <laughs> <Right>? joke. <laughs> like,
0: this is stupid. This yeah. is st- <laughs> They're like, you didn't know? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. This is, this is a sick joke. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, you just kind of went down the rabbit hole. It sounds like it just kind of like, uh, it just kind of like sucked you in. Uh, I
1: uh, I think the experience that really sucked me in the most is I went to this festival that they only had for one year and it was down in Missouri. It was called, it was sponsored. It was sponsored by grassroots. It was called the germination festival. And it had, like, Bleep Loop, Yeti, G. Jones, Conrank, uh, Mimosa, Filibusta, uh, back, uh, back in the day. Um, and it was just fucking insane. There's like, probably only 150 people there on this beautiful, just straight plane. Yeah. Um, and it was just such a like, intimate, like, little experience. And I met so many fucking dope-ass people that I'm, like, still in contact with to this day got homies like all over the country now just because yeah, that that, yeah. that little like that little three-hour window like led to like just a spider web of connections which is just looking back like it's so sick and it's so dope to appreciate that like just like those little moments can fuel other moments
0: and like just, yeah just the uh, yeah that effect is sick fuck yeah man that's like it, there's so much to be said about like this is the cosmic like energy of the universe just like bringing people together like that like and you just earn a musical family that yeah yeah like, like, like you know that you wouldn't have met otherwise
1: yeah exactly dude it's it it is that it's the it's the amount of energy that's brought there it's like that's why I love shows and festivals man because it's like people are there. Like, you don't go to a a festival or a show and you're like, I'm going to have a bad time. And if you do, don't fucking go. Sorry. Like, but you're probably
0: going to do something stupid that's going to get you kicked out.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, security guards don't want to deal with your ass, dude. Right. They're they're there to do their job. They're trying to get paid. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Half the time, security guards are just like, I don't even fucking like this shit. I'm just here for the money. Like, exactly. Um, Precisely. But yeah, like everyone goes there in in the hopes of like you know having a good time, like talking to people, like and just like forgetting about either like the nine to five, like shitty things that have happened, like like anything going on. Like it's like a nice, it's a it's a release. It's like just such a sick release to be able to like just like just serotonin up the ass. Like whenever I go to a show or a festival, like just the the whole outlook and mindset is just like to have a good time and to like cherish every moment to like meet the, those two people and try and like you know just
0: what was what was your last show before uh covid
1: uh bit last big show before covid was definitely i think it was charles the first at the mark and that was oh, sure. literally bonkers oh my god that was so fun charles the first like oh my fucking god he's so good <laughs> yeah yeah, it was Charles the first and potions. That shit was fucking hype. Like, great
0: time. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's yeah. That's How sick. about you? I actually went to go see Wilco at the Sylvie and Madison.
1: Yo, the Sylvie, literally one of the dopest fucking venues I've yeah. ever been to
0: or seen, bro. It's just fucking. It's beautiful. It's literally it's a bummer. Beautiful. You know, it's a bummer because it's like. Like COVID's such a bummer because that place, like it, it's brand new. Like it just
1: literally, dude, literally, it's fucking. God, oh, so dope. My one of my buddies works there too, and like, really, yeah, he 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 loves that fucking that place, he dude. Definitely. Yeah, Kobe it's massive totally too, loves. man.
0: It was weird how like it was the Monday before lockdown when I went to that show and everyone was like packed in there like sardines, and then like yeah. less than a week later, we're like, <laughs> we're we're like no one go outside everyone stay home (laughs) if i talk to someone on the
1: phone can i contract the virus
0: (laughs) 5g is infecting (laughs) us with the virus literally dude so that this all said man uh i'd love to hear when about how you sort of started getting into djing yourself
1: uh i used to have okay so my my old buddies. They bought some some DJ equipment from a, a, a homie that that lived in Madison. He did some producing and stuff and had, like, a little board. And I would just – I worked at uh, this car wash at the time. This was, like, I don't even know how many years ago. But uh worked at this car wash at the time, and I just, like, hop on over to my homie's house. So I came over there one day, and they, they're just playing around with this, this little controller, and I'm like, what is this? Like, freaking out. And, uh, like, from there, just, you know, like – I didn't it wasn't my controller so like I went home and my brain was just ticking bro because I was just I was mixed I was like not I not by any means mixing well but I was like mixing and like just like sort of like I said my mind was ticking right there and uh from there I like knew that I wanted to like do something with music didn't know what and uh I don't even know how but just got sort of decent ish ish at mixing because looking back and like listening to what i like what i older stuff <laughs> it's just like wow like the um the amount of like things i've learned just the uh, like subtle improvements that like make a big difference uh is like it's astonishing because it's like just the little it's all about the little things it really is and i don't even know how but we ended up just i think just playing for a buddy's birthday party or something like that and just that short little like experience of playing music for people was like fucking cracked bro like it it was a feeling that I had never felt before in my entire life and it was so enthralling bro it just it was it, it there's no way to really ex- explain it because I don't know just bringing bringing some joy to some people that are like like I said before they to like have nothing but a good time and have a good time with their friends like sort of forget about what's going on, even if you're not even trying to forget about what's going on, you're still there trying to have a good time, you know? And, like, being able to, like, make someone smile or make someone freak out because the music's good, that's, like, literally so sick, bro. Like, it's, like, the sickest fucking feeling. And, like, from there, I was just, like, on on, on it, bro. I was, like, on it. I, I bought some fucking CDJs and learned how to mix well. And, like, I was in a I was in a group with... A, With this kid named Noah for a while and then that got like shafted apart and yeah then I just started doing my own stuff because I realized you know it's like not about like somebody else it's about me and secondary it's about like the people that I just want like to affect you know like uh, like and and in a good way only like just want people to like have joy through music because that's really what it is about.
0: Yeah It, it literally like I mean, this shit saves people's lives, you know? Generally. Dude, yeah, and, I, and and that's the thing, bro. Like, literally, bro, I
1: could easily say I would not be here right now. Like, I would have, e- like, 100% committed to side if not for music, bro. Like, because it just, it, it's, it's inexplainable, like, what it can do. And, like, just, like, literally, bro, like, even just, like, uh, one note from one song that, like, you like or something like that. If you're in a bad mood, bam, bro, that shit can slap you upside the head and be like, why the fuck were you even mad, bro? Like, get your shit out the gutter, like, it's time to go. Yeah, exactly
0: exactly bro dude you're right you're right i mean i'm a yeah man i'm a total like i'm a fucking music nerd i'm a nerd about this shit because yeah like you said i mean this shit has just breathed so much like meaning and like you know clarity uh in in my life in times of just distress and times of like just feeling like nothing makes sense just feeling like you know the world is just like not being able to like you know wrap your head around just so much bullshit like so i covered the music scene uh in milwaukee uh for breaking and entering mm-hmm. and uh yeah we like just being able to pour into music that's being made by people that live down the street from you like is and so being it's able, sick like, bro it's like a it with the pride community. too bro ah, it's yeah just, sharing, like, it, sharing it sharing out the community and like even just like on a local scale, man, like it saves me every day. Cause yeah, like I, without it, like, I don't know how the fuck I would cope. (laughs) Right, man. Right. And it's yeah.
1: Music is just so powerful, dude. It's so sick. And like, like you said, it's like a certain kind of like, like pride and like fucking uh, different kind of uh, appreciation for people that are putting like their, their emotions into this music in your in your local community and it's like these are people that like i don't know i love that shit i like want to see all those people grow i want to see all my friends like make it you know like i'm not eating we're all eating you know like people like right. the people that are doing music for all the right reasons like deserve
0: all the fucking success and that's like, a lot of people too like, Certainly. You know? absolutely dude yeah uh so beyond that um how did you like kind of start with like getting gigs and stuff like where did you begin used to throw parties man used to throw Fat
1: fucking parties, man.
0: Eastside, uh, like Eastside shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: that. And I threw some, we threw some warehouse rage, uh ragers, bro, in Kenosha, like. Oh, cool. Fucking full bar, like couple kegs, security door, doorman, fucking on like the fourth floor of this warehouse. It was literally insane. It was like fucking, felt like a boiler room. Felt like a boiler room set, bro. It was so fucking sick. And like, yeah, I used to throw fat parties and just just to like have a place to like go fucking kick it bro you know like parties are sick and like when I was younger that's all I wanted to do is like go out party and meet new people and chill and like yeah get fucked up and shit like that shit's fun when you're you're younger you know like and uh so I guess that and I was like through that playing parties a lot of people like discovered who I am I got to meet a lot of people and like intermingle with them and Obviously, if you're, like, throwing the party or, like, hosting it or something like that, people want to know who you are and you want to talk to them. Like, I got the chance to literally, like, just, like, pour my heart out to everybody I met because I'm, like, yo, I'm not, like, so fucking glad you're here. Like, I'm glad you're having a yeah. good time. That's what it's all about. That's why you're here. And I'm, like, thank you for coming here. Like, love the, like, all the people, for the most part, were, like, respectful and shit. And it was awesome, bro. It was just, like, a good fucking all-around vibe. Everyone was there to have fun. Like, that's why, like, yeah, that's social. is an
0: unspoken instantaneous <laughs> trust. yeah yeah path. dude you
1: get, like yeah like yeah you don't gotta lie to kick it people don't gotta fuck around like that like people are right. there to have a good time like don't no one needs to feel excluded from the group like if you're yeah. coming with bullshit hit the door right
0: yeah man dude and that's that's why like i really do enjoy interviewing folks that are really into like bass and edm because like they're some of the friendliest most inclusive people Um, i've ever met (laughs) um and yeah and everyone is just very much about like that you know the the just really massive sensory experience of like all like having like that escapism you know together yeah yeah
1: yeah, exactly yeah sort of like a hive mind dude (laughs) oh yeah
0: certainly uh yeah um do you know uh do you know deer skin oh
1: paul? of course that's the man's i fucking dude. love paul dude, paul is, is dude he's
0: one of my favorite artists out here oh
1: my god me dude me too every time i see him bro i literally have to come up to him afterwards and tell him how much i love him and how thankful he. you it that that is so singing. unique
0: bro yeah yeah i
1: i fucking yeah deer skin deer skin he's just so deer skin <laughs> every in every aspect bro in every aspect he's just such a fucking just such a humble like soft-spoken like kind fucking man dude and like yeah. chel- both both him and chelsea bro they both carry themselves like fucking angels bro i love i love them to death they're yeah. awesome congrats
0: to them for also getting. yes there.
1: bro yes shout out to them bro oh my god wish them nothing
0: but the best of wishes dude oh yeah me too me too uh dude. right on so uh so i know you have a couple mixes out on soundcloud uh, yeah starting with uh what's it esketamine yeah <laughs> yeah uh
1: actually yeah it's funny <laughs> um so I named it that because I used to I I still listen to Lil Pump because Lil Pump's funny as fuck bro
0: yeah and, he's a, uh, he's a moron but yes yeah is.
1: yeah bro but it's just it's just that moronic entertainment that I love yeah. oh my god yeah um yeah. I got some mixes out definitely I'm like I'm like working on producing some stuff right now I haven't like got to got anything that i feel comfortable to where it's like i want to put this out for people to listen like i want it to be like polished to my standards you know what i mean and but yeah no that that esketamine mix originally was named scrubbing bubbles 2020 and i don't know why <laughs> it's like still saved on my computer as scrubbing bubbles but you know, yeah, I going,
0: the uh like the like logo guy of like the, the, the brush with like <laughs> yeah. the eye <audio>.
1: yeah. <laughs> um and um yeah, I recorded that in my buddy uh Nightgrind's house. He's another really fucking dope. He's from Milwaukee. He's like one of my best friends, bro. I love that kid to death. He he's out here cooking up some fucking good ass music right now. That's my boy.
0: But yeah, that man,
1: that man is dedicated as fuck, too. He's got four nice Pioneer fucking CDJs and like I got four CDJs as well. Met him and we just like through we literally I don't even know what it was. I think we met at the Miramar and then uh he like Snapchatting me or something like that, and we we found out we both have Xboxes, so we started playing Xbox together. And then he came over one day, and he's like, "You've got CDJs," and he brought us some USBs and I didn't even know. And we just like fucking started mixing together. And it was just, I don't know, that's just it's super cool. But yeah, night grind, check that, check him out. He, I will. He's I will. he's he's like like I said he's like pretty much he's like my best friend. He's he, he produces. Yeah, yeah, he's out here grinding, bro. He's got some sick shit. I've been listening to his, uh, some of the unreleased stuff that he's been sending me. That's not out. And it's just fucking,
0: it's so sick, man. Yeah. I'll check them out, man. For sure. I'm always looking for new ones. How did you get started? Like, how did you like kind of start navigating? Like what your sound is going to be here? So
1: that's a complicated one because like at the beginning of all this, I was like fucking rhythm. Yeah. And like, (laughs) I love that shit. And like, I've like sort of slowly like realized I like fucking, I like trap music. I like like old RL Grime, like old Spacey, G Jones fucking trap, bleep, bleep kind of trappy shit. And like that's, that's really what I like. I like wanna not aspire to be, cause I don't wanna be like anybody. I just wanna be myself. But I, I wanna, I wanna like take some notes, you know, about like what they do, like and about their sound, because that's, that's where the heavy influence is. I also wanna, I also like, fucking acapellas i like a lot of acapellas like fucking some rap vocals like that's that's why i like look back and i'm like man i know all this crazy random rap that no one would know that's just fucking low-key fire from like 2010 2009 all that shit and like still on that pip i can go go back and like just playing around the other day in ableton just fucking taking some of those songs actually and just like making them into acapella so I could throw them onto a bead like after a beat's done and just like fucking sort of that little extra cherry on top that like brings it all together.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Right on. Yeah. So yeah. like um, So kind of like merging those two things that you feel really strongly about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like yeah, I definitely want
1: to be like the more of the spacey, bassy sort of side, but like also like I'll do like 140. I like the 140 like fucking dub shit. I like also like I like that I don't know, like bass music is just so like I said, so diverse and it's like hard to say I want to be like uh restricted by a genre. Yeah. Because oh, yes. because like like be. like the one of the dopest things that really like made me be like, yeah, I could definitely do this shit. Like I want to do this shit is is like back in the day, Miha, Mija, like, when she came out, she's like, fuck a genre, no genre, I'm like, you know what, that's fucking right, exactly, bro, like, who gives a fuck, like, don't, don't label yourself, like, because yeah. there's, there's, there's all these, all these, like, not all these, but, like there's plenty of rhythm producers out there, plenty of bass music producers out there, like, or, like, rap beat, rap beat producers out there, that are like, yeah, I love making rap beats, but then they're like, yo, I'm gonna, like, dip into my creative stuff a little bit, and, like, try producing something else like different styles something they're like wow this is fucking actually dope and they can crank
0: out some heaters that they would never even know like it's oh yeah yeah. genres are dying man exact dude literally facts facts and and rightfully so you know like um you know i think that the whole reason why music has just been so like category specific for so long is because of how it's marketed oh yeah 100 percent like I understand that but like at the same time like you know i think it makes it very easy for people to just be picky and particular with like what they like when yeah they i was like, gonna say the uh, genres shit, yourself a, lot back. Of, a
1: lot of room for judgment just based upon a title right and uh and it's that's not and like like that's not even like sort of rightfully so because like like the every every musician even if they only have like one sort of genre that they're still diverse because it's like you could go in and look at that one genre and see like the subtle notes of other genres. in that, And that's not what a lot of people
0: realize too, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, it just holds, it holds people back from mm-hmm. experiencing new things and, and finding like, you know, just new shit that they can really relate to and connect with. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so you're working on, so you're working on some stuff now, huh?
1: Yeah, I am. I am. I'm trying to put an EP out by by summer so everyone can bop
0: around to it during the summer. Uh, are you going to send it to me? Oh, facts. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> of course. You'll be one of the first, I promise. Okay, bet. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, we need more EDM and, and bass and trap and we need that more of that on breaking and entering for sure. So, Hell uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, dude. When no, I- I've been finding some, you know, like we've we've been finding a decent amount of producers, like I think you know Crisis, right? Dog, he's, he's, bro, he's got such good tunes. He's so
1: good at, he's so good at producing. And he's literally such a funny-ass nice guy. I love that. Yeah. So I got to
0: talk to him. <laughs> he's, and do you know Controller?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I know him as well, yes.
0: <laughs> he, he's <laughs> another guy that makes Wicked.
1: Oh, bro, his, the bassy dubs, bro, like this, his shit's out on the spectrum, bro. It's fucking dope. It's it so sick.
0: Yeah, so stuff like that. And then I mean we've been excited to find you know those guys and uh still looking for more. So yeah, definitely send that shit my way. Oh uh,
1: got you man. I know like plenty of fucking local Milwaukee people that are just like really turning turning some clocks, like putting in them putting in the time into producing some cool shit. I
0: can definitely oh, let you know. Please do. Uh and as well as your own shit. Send me that of course, channel. of course, of course. How so where did Where'd you come up with Jesus Christ? When, when did that become <laughs> so? Actually, um,
1: <laughs> I was thinking of naming myself a couple different things, and I like weed, you know, weed's tight, and weed, I was
0: gonna- weed is tight, <laughs> weed
1: is tight
0: <laughs> quote by Jonah Hill, weed is tight,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so I uh, I was gonna name myself Kush like K U dollar sign H. And I thought that was a dope idea because I looked, looked around. And I'm like, no one's got this. And everyone likes Kush. Like, makes fucking sense. And, uh, but I was also, a lot of my friends called me Jeeve. And I was growing my hair out. And they were like, they just called me Jeevis. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And then sort of, I, I was at this show. And there was, um, it was Gentleman's Club, which is Coffee, Solomon, and 50 Carrot. And Shivers was there. And Graham Green was there. It was fucking, it was sick, man. And the show ended up getting shut down or something. Yeah, it got ended up getting shut down because the fire alarm got pulled. And, like, I was at an Airbnb out of town. And uh, I, everybody left. And so I'm just chilling out there in the middle of winter. And the venue got closed down. I went to go look for them. Look, all the lights were off in the venue. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I went next door to the door next door. And it was it ended up being a strip club. And I walk into the strip club and I was like not dressed for the function because like everyone was all up in there looking like baller. And I'm just like in there looking like a wook. And uh, <laughs> so I walk in and I, I see fucking 50 carat and I see, or no, not 50 carat was in the corner and I see coffee and Solomon. And I see him go out to smoke a cigarette and I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna go talk to these guys. Cause I'd met them before. I talked to him before I got a couple pictures of 50 carrot Cause like one time I was coming out of the Miramar I was just standing outside the front and I turned around and all of a sudden 50 carrot had walked up the door and I literally fangirl screamed like a motherfucker. I'm like, Oh my God, bro. You're literally my favorite. Oh my God. I'm going like, to get a picture with you. Like I'm just so weird. I'm so glad I get to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And so like, he recognized me, remembered me and we went outside, we went to smoke a grit. And, uh, I asked him like, so I'm like about to start this new project here and, uh, what what do you guys think would be better and I was like think kush they're like oh that's actually pretty kind of unique um like no one's got to go for it and then I'm like but also I have this other name Jeeves Christ and I was thinking of my name's Rajiv everyone calls me Jeev. they know me as Jeev because half people when I when I met them they were all fucked up and they like I'm not gonna say Rajiv and they're gonna be like what? they're like had enough of that bro had enough of that so I was just like just call me Jeev, man and I was like, Jesus Christ. And they're like, oh, do that. Dude, do, do do that. That's fucking sick as fuck. That's that's unique. That's personal. You got long ass hair. You fucking spread the vibes like real nice. So do that. And so since that day, uh yeah, when I went home that night and I made the SoundCloud, I made the Twitter, I made all that, all that stuff, made the page. And, and then then I've been Jesus Christ.
0: Oh yeah. How long have you been going strong there with that? Oh my gosh, dude. Probably like
1: twenty. 19, 2019 or
0: something. Oh. 20 yeah, yeah. I uh, did. Good for you, man. Yeah, hey, <laughs> thanks, dude. It's exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, it's exciting. Uh, like, um, yeah. Uh, so around Milwaukee, what are some spots you've done? Um,
1: I played at I played at the Mar. I've played at. I'm trying to think of like I played I played at Plum Lounge a couple of times. That was kind of fun back in the day. Um. I played at, in Chicago, I played at the Logan Square Auditorium.
0: Oh, that's right
1: on. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did that. I, like, closed out um, Smith. I closed out a show with Smith, and that was, like, literally so sick getting to meet him. Um, Yeah, I played at at the Annex a couple times in Madison. Um, Yeah. Yeah, just
0: around here pretty much. Good shit, man. My last question is, uh, so uh, how have you been, like, kind of keeping busy since quarantine, like, in the last year? Like, what have you been up to? I've just been – I've been, like –
1: I've been kicking it, dude. I've been, you know, like, doing some reading. I like to read, like, a a couple times a day. Uh, Like to try and keep my body healthy, too, you know, like, try and, like, make food. Uh, Got a doggo upstairs. Like to play with with the doggo. What's the doggo's (laughs) name? Shiva, Shiva. She's nice. uh she's a people. She's white. She look she's so fucking cute. Oh cute. Um, yep. um and yeah, just been trying to delve more into producing and like learning more about that, dude, because it's like you can literally learn something new every day and it's it is I will admit, bro, producing is mad frustrating because it takes a while for you to even be like, okay, I literally kind of know what I'm doing, but then like you meet someone else to so, like actually knows what they're doing a lot more than you and you're like oh my god i'm such a fucking noob like teach me everything you know like, help me please but yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it's uh yeah i've been trying to do that gaming with the boys you know hanging out with my girlfriend uh yeah
0: yeah right as well oh yeah we uh do need to secure the bag <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that myself uh Well, dude, I I appreciate you coming on the show today, uh, talking to me about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yes, sir. Um, On our way out, I ask everyone the same two things. Uh, The first question for you, Jeev, is uh, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night, dude? Aliens, bro.
1: Aliens, I'm not even playing. I just like, (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's it's not even aliens, it's more so space, bro, and like science, like, just the fact like that the universe is still expanding and like the world is still expanding To in like a couple like thousands of years like we're not even going to be able to like like the, the amount of space in between planets like we're not going to be able to see like other solar systems because like the universe is still expanding and stuff like that and like what if there's what if there is aliens you know in the in the sea and stuff like that like why is 70 percent of the ocean undiscovered like i want to get down there. not that it's not that that's even viable because that's insane like like it is it's undiscovered it's uncharted territory but that and uh yeah i don't know a lot of random stuff keeps me up at night man not gonna lie like i just get like random weed thoughts when i'm trying to fall asleep
0: and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well i feel that um on the on the other hand what puts you to sleep what puts me to sleep
1: honestly In what sense? Like, actually, what
0: puts me to sleep? However you want to answer it, man. I mean, I mean, weed is a common answer. I was going to say weed, but I was going to try and get all deep.
1: What puts me to sleep, dude? Something that really makes me, like, just tuned out. So I don't know. Someone that just has, like, a downer attitude all the time got to try and stay positive in the world, you know, because the world is literally all negative. It's all full of negative, negative marketing, negative, like outlooks on other people. Like there's a lot of good, but there's also a lot of bad. If you keep like your head up, you know, it's it's going to like you're going to see more of the good. And that's just going to be like contagious. Oh, yeah.
0: Right on, dude.
1: I'm with you there.
0: Thanks for uh being on the show.
1: Jeebus. Yeah, no problem, dude. No problem. I fucking thank you for having me. I'm more than psyched and I appreciate it on so many levels. It's fucking awesome. I'm glad, uh, glad I got to speak with you. Shout out to some of the homies and some of the boys fucking yeah. definitely gonna when I'm when I'm finished with all that music stuff. I'll send it your way. I would love to have you uh, give it a listen.
0: Yeah, please do man. Also, I love that chair behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I got uh got that. I got my other baby Yoda poster right here. Oh, sweet. I am sweet. a fan, bro. Like I said, I'm a
0: I'm a I'm a avid
1: fan of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, right. Oh yeah, Ben. Uh for everyone watching, I'll be tagging Jesus Christ so you can check out his page, see what he's up to, check out his SoundCloud and the mixes he's got up. Look forward to his producing uh that he's working on now. Uh for everyone watching, thank you for tuning in to Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir la 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 la